0: Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Whole Cluster Conversation. This week, we're going to talk about some of our favorite tools that we use in the field. Um, And even I saw Ashley uh, was going to ask me some questions about in the winery. So if you have questions about the kinds of tools we use or some of our favorites, here we go. I'm Haley. This is Ashley. We are Whole Cluster Conversation. Let's start out. What is your favorite go-to tool at the vineyard, Haley? (laughs) My favorite tool at the vineyard are snippers and a tie, a tape tire that's an automatic um, like tire tool. So What? I think you're going to have to find a picture
1: of that or a video of that because I don't understand. Could you give like a
0: two-second mm-hmm. or a little bit more of a description of that. Definitely. So we are really, uh, we're still in a kind of training stage for the vineyard. So we do a lot of tying down of, of things to make sure they're stable or they're not um, twisting the wrong way or twisting around wires and things like that. So the the tool... This is vines, correct? Yeah. That you're yeah. tying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the tie tool that we use is basically, uh, it's kind of looks like a stapler but a big wide stapler and instead of staples it has a ribbon of tape that's the kind of oh. tape you would use to tie and train vines or trees or other things so it it, it will uh, stretch over time instead of choking a plant it'll stretch mm-hmm. and so um it's a little tool that you kind of you like a stapler you kind of wrap around where you want the the tape to be tied, and you click it, and it automatically um, does it for you, rather than having to actually tie it. I think
1: this on nursery plants. That Probably like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: okay, and it's like the one I know is like I don't know
0: about a centimeter wide, and it's yes. like green. Uh huh. That's exactly yeah. There's different colors, <laughs> okay. but we we use mostly green. Um, uh-huh. We have uh, blue and orange as well. So those I can are my see two that being
1: like super nice and efficient. So you're not
0: like. Yeah. Tying everyone. We, the like, first season we tied everything and then somebody was like, you should really get an automatic. And we were like, we didn't know that was a thing. And so we immediately bought three on Amazon. Um, but I think the more, the tool that I use more throughout the season, I use I use the tire a lot at the beginning of the season or in the off season when I see things that need to be kind of yeah. tied up. But in the in the growing season, I use the snippers a lot. Like, i can't walk through the vineyard without a pair of snippers my dad hate me oh sorry my dad's favorite vineyard tool though is a like weeder tool that's it's like a tiny hoe that's really sharp on one side i don't know if it has a particular name but he loves that tool you should get a picture of him with that
1: tool for <laughs> us to share because um, also your dad is super adorable when he's like wearing his little hat in the vineyard I mean basically like the one time I saw him in the vineyard he was
0: super adorable <laughs> hi Lee <laughs> anyways um, what is your favorite tool or tools to use in the field
1: Um, I have been really into my loppers lately um, I've always kind of liked loppers. I think because I just love trimming things. Um, so yeah. they're kind of like your hand tool, but bigger. And I especially like them when they have like the extendableness. But you got to make sure your loppers are nice and sharp or they're just a pain in the butt. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of one of my favorite tools. I personally at my house have ended up using my loppers so much. Like that's kind of been my go-to tool lately. Um but in general, too, the other tool that I just really love, um, and I will tell a quick story about it, is weed eaters. Uh, like <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Um, I really, <laughs> I like them. But the thing with the weed eaters is that you, like, need to make sure that you have a good harness for them. Because that is, like, if you are just, like, holding it,
0: it's annoying. And that gets fast. But if you it's have one your thing good h- for your little yard, but not like to have it all day and be using it all day.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I used to work jobs where I would just be all day on a weed eater and I would have the like the harness that goes over your shoulders. It's kind of like, you know, straps in like a backpack or whatever and then you clip it on. Pro tip, if you're going down and you have like a little line, like, you know, what you may be weed eating if you're not mowing between like the uh, vineyard lines, but you know, you're kind of having to go a line. The bachata dance move is the best for weed eating because it kicks your little weed eater just in the right frequency. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. That's awesome.
0: So I, I
1: used to like, when I had like, seriously, like, almost eight hour days of like weed eating, Me-deating. I would just like sit there and like do dance ma- <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: awesome.
1: My coworkers all thought I was crazy, but <laughs> it made it more enjoyable when it's like a long monotonous day. And especially with a weed eater, you can't really listen to anything because it's just so loud and right. whatever. And you already have like all the other protective
0: gear on your head. So anyways, there you go. Pro tip. Love it. We actually acquired a weed eater from my grandparents when we helped them downsize, uh-huh. and it's on uh like it's on wheels.
1: Oh yeah, so it it looks those.
0: more like a mower, but it's a weed eater.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah. and that's been
0: great too because yeah, it's not you're not carrying it; it's just you're mm-hmm. pushing it.
1: Yeah, so either get the good harness or
0: yeah, do that. I think the harness is better long term, but if you want something it's vintage. Just- <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think the harness is nice, especially if you're really having to maneuver around things. Um, yeah. then, you know, and make sure you have a good the right type of blade because that's the other thing. Like, um, sometimes I've had the little like um my my brain is, you know, the string blade. Yeah, the string. But that can just like go away real fast because you if depending on what you're Cutting, And so sometimes it's nice to invest in more one of the hard actual blades, um, right. depending on what, again, you're doing. But you also have to be careful because, like, the string braids can be better if you're going around things and you don't want it to, like, cut Damage. your vine mm-hmm. or something. So because it's lighter, so it'll only be, like, really cutting the grass. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could get the vine if you really get up in there.
0: Yeah. But, yeah. That depends so. on how woody your tissue is and things like that. But, yeah. Yeah. So...
1: Um, okay, so then we got we went over our favorites. So then I wanted to know what is a really important tool. Cause I could just say, you know, what is a tool you hate, but I would rather hear what is a really <laughs> important tool in the vineyard setting that like maybe a lot of people use, but honestly, you just really hate, but you just are like, well, we have to use it.
0: <laughs> um <laughs> do you have one? <laughs> yeah I have a I have probably a couple I'm trying to think of like the things that I avoid using mm-hmm. so and I'm getting better like uh I don't like mowing it's not mm-hmm. one of my favorite things <laughs> um I don't like weed eating that much either um <laughs> so I kind of leave those for other people to do but yeah but I would say the thing that I... Avoided like the plague was post pounding when we were doing oh, yeah. vineyard setup. Um, the manual post pounders I didn't mind so much, but because our posts are so tall, I it was really a struggle for me to to do it. Um, do you use an auger? No. So so to do all of our lines, we just used a post pounder. So we started out with just doing it manually, like uh, with the little sheath that has the two handles. Bang! 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 Uh, but I'm be- doing a motion for Hayley. yeah, <laughs> But like I said, because our our stakes are so tall, it was, it was really hard for me because I'm, you know, I'm not sure. I'm five foot six. Uh, but it's just a little, like I couldn't get the leverage needed to mm-hmm. get them started and then to do it well. But then we invested in uh, an automatic post-pounder. Yeah. And that was even... I avoided that even more <laughs> because it's really heavy. It's right? really heavy, and it um, it was great because it, you know you you weren't pounding things manually, but it was also very complicated. Like you had to run a power line, you had to run a c- air compression line, mm-hmm. and then be able to like hoist this giant thing up. It was really a two person job, but Marshall and my dad both did it by themselves a lot. Um, yeah. But with two people, it was relatively manageable we've used
1: those um in my world we people will use those in the in stream scenarios to put in like beaver dam analogs if you know what that is so basically like they pound posts into the stream to help for blocking up debris to like help create a beaver dam kind of scenario or to like catch woody debris which just a quick one thing that really helps with a lot of good stream habitat with flows and stuff like that and Mm -hmm. um, creating habitat for salmon and stuff. Anywho. um, So I was just thinking that would be even worse. Like I hadn't thought about like all bringing all that out and like to a
0: stream scenario setting too. So yeah, I could see how that's. In that situation, you'd need like a generator for your power and other. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, And then you're dealing with, Power and water, which is never a good combination. Yeah, Yeah. you need all those uh, safety measures of sorts. Exactly. Um, Cool. Where are some of the um, places you recommend for buying and looking for tools, Uh, especially for what you do and what we're doing in the vineyard, like the outdoor tools?
1: I would like to hear from you where you recommend as well. (laughs) But um, I mean... I, I know for some of the stuff that I do, I'm just going to throw out a couple of points. I mean, obviously, your local hardware stores are awesome, support your local businesses. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of, like, specialty stuff, and I'm going to talk more, like, the restoration side of things, the planting stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, they're I would say, forestry supplier... Okay. For like any treey planty stuff, but like staky stuff, all of that kind of stuff has been is a really good one, plant tubes for our stuff. yeah, um the other thing is can't think of names right now. I know there's one place in Oregon, the OBC, I think it is, but that's like a nursery supplier. And so, okay. In my world, like, just that kind of stuff, like, with those weird specialty stuff. I think, like, a lot of tools, I can just find it at, like, my local hardware store or whatever. But Yeah. Um, or, you know, big
0: boxed hardware store. So, yeah. I think we're uh, in Idaho. Well, and just kind of, uh, I would say, the inner Pacific Northwest, maybe. Mm-hmm. D&B is a great place to start. Yeah. And then like you're saying, for more specialty tools, we definitely look at our, um, we didn't get our automa- automatic post-pounder, or our um, pneumatic, I shouldn't say automatic, pneumatic post-pounder from DMB. We had to get that from our vineyard supply, uh, yeah. which uh, is Wilson Orchard. I think that's who we bought it from. Uh, so there's things like that. And then like our actual posts and wire, everything mm-hmm. like that is all through like a vineyard supply or orchard supply yeah. place. Um do you find that there's a markup, though, for like, since it's a
1: vineyard supply versus like going to someplace else? Or is it just because it's so
0: specialty to like the exact thing you need? Um, I don't think there's necessarily a markup because we we basically buy in bulk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we yeah. reach out and we say, hey, we need 500 steaks this season. Yeah. Or, hey, our, we have some issues with XYZ. Uh, what do you suggest? And they give us some options. Yeah. so uh, because we're buying like that in large quantities I don't think the markup is as much the yeah. other place I know it's not great because it's not a local store or anything but we actually do buy a lot of random stuff on Amazon
1: mm-hmm. and
0: I think one thing that people probably overlook having in their tool Arsenal is a um, uh, oh my gosh a soil sample tool like a yeah. soil core tool. Um, You can get soil samples without it. I think a lot of people tend to overlook doing soil samples on a regular basis. I still don't really understand what we're looking at, but I know we're kind Mm -hmm. of tracking trends and we're trying to figure out, well, is there something missing? Is there something that we really need to make sure we're remediating or something like that? But um, so, yeah, I think that's one tool that anyone that's doing agriculture even on a small scale like we are should invest in as a soil sample tool or soil core tool I don't know exactly what they're called
1: there's a couple different things yeah there's a you know a couple different like there's one that kind of looks like a little dibble stick that helps pull out like a long thing there's different ones for like soil um density where you like put it in and um I'm Looking it up as we speak because I'm like, is it Forestry Supplier? I think Forestry Supplier. We also are able to get a lot of that kind of stuff too. And thing I like about them is that you can buy like low quantities of things, or yeah. you can get more higher qual- quantities mm-hmm. of things. But you know, there are a lot of different places you can find that stuff. So yeah, um, yeah. I always like to say if you can buy like DMB in the mm-hmm. Idaho. Eastern Oregon area is a great right. place. Um, so there's yeah,
0: and there's always other like the tractor supplies mm-hmm. stores and other th- places that you kind of learn about.
1: Yeah, and sometimes they'll even have connections where you can just like learn from them and set up accounts and then they can like order like larger quality quantities of things for you which sometimes can be really nice um yes because sometimes ordering stuff online you're just like i don't really know what i'm getting so completely that that can be a uh, once you do know it can can be a good option but yeah um okay Okay, next thing. And this might be for more of the bigger tools, but I was really wanted to just kind of quickly discuss like when you rent versus buy different tools. Like,
0: Right. I think this is a great question. Um, and I think the other facet of this question is um, how to connect with other people yeah. to borrow or, or rent from other people that have similar tools. Mm-hmm. I don't have a great answer for the how on that, but... Um, I know that we've talked a lot about reaching out to different, um, like, ag conser- extensions, ag and, extensions conservation- and conservation districts because a lot of those yeah. people have tools yep. that are available to rent or borrow, like a, a cedar. Yeah. and Go for You've it. You've
1: learned so well from me, Haley. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. Um, the thing that I tell people about renting versus buying is if you're just going to need something For a season, like when you're planting, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: probably going to pencil out better to rent it for the handful of days you need it rather than buying it. So we -hmm. we rented an auger for our planting. Yeah. And that was, we needed it for that one season for like a month, uh, not even a month, but, you know, a handful of days during the month. And then we haven't used it since. And we could have, I guess, like when we're planting trees and things on the property, but really it's not something that we, and it was attached to a skid steer. We don't, we don't, it would be great to have a skid steer, but we didn't need all of that stuff. So we rented our auger, we've rented a couple other things. And the thing that we're doing now instead of buying is we're renting a couple different kinds of tractors before we mm-hmm. actually buy a tractor. Um, We don't use use the tractor as much as um, a lot of other uh, farms, even of our size, Uh, and that's for a handful of reasons, but um, we wanted to make sure we buy the right tractor, so we're renting Mm -hmm. different styles and makes and models to see which one is the best, including because we didn't have a tractor, so like our rows are only so Mm -hmm. wide, so we need to make sure... The tractor fits down our rows, (laughs) like just for little things like that. Um, Do you have opinions on, on when to rent versus buy? Um, I think, yeah, when it pencils out
1: some certain small items, like, right, if it's just, like, not that much money, then maybe, yeah, like, go ahead and buy it. Um, I think that utilizing your neighbors, even, like, the tractor, I was going to say, even, like, going over and being like, hey, neighbor, you have this particular tractor. Can mm-hmm. I help you for the day? And can I try out your tractor right. and see if, like, that's the one I want? So, like, you're not necessarily having to rent it and bring it to your place and do that, but it's just, like, trying those things out that are really, really big purchases. Um, yes. But you, you already stole my thunder with, like, I know some large items talking to your different extension programs and mm-hmm. conservation districts. They often have those programs, like um, no-till drill. I know that's, that's not really yeah. your, your area, but, like, necessarily. It is. Yeah, we have oh, okay. one. Mm-hmm. Okay, but, like, that's one that um, I know a lot of places will – Or even like farm co-ops will get together and like buy it together and then like rent, you know, you have the members or like rent it out because Mm -hmm. you only need it for a short period of
0: time, but it's such a valuable tool. And so... um, Especially if you are a... If you're not a traditional farmer or... I'm trying to... (laughs) How am I going to phrase this? So like we we grow grapes in an area where there's a lot of row crops. So mm-hmm. we don't need to use, we haven't used the no-till drill, but um, but we've thought about it to do actually some native plantings. Mm-hmm. And in that case, we don't need it at the same time that everybody else needs it when they're trying to plant their their row crops. So yeah. it actually works out really well um, to be able to to use something like that where it's not at the same time as everyone else needing it.
1: Yeah, for sure. And it's it's if you find somebody else that has it, I mean, yeah, it's going to be hauling it, getting it over, doing all of that, but like you could also be helping another local farmer by throwing yeah. a couple of, you know, dollars their way yes, of like, "Hey, yes. can I borrow this for this season when you're not using it?" So, right.
0: Cool. Also, I would say just like everything, whether you're <laughs> renting or borrowing from a neighbor, always always, always give it back better than you got it, whether that's mm-hmm. cleaning up the cab or making sure that you clean as much as possible off of the actual machine so you're not transporting yep. icky seeds or icky things. But um, but yeah, make sure that, that you're being a good steward of those tools as well.
1: <laughs> oh my word, you keep stealing it from Sorry. me. Sorry. Yeah. No, it just means that you have learned from me. So I love it. I love it. Because yeah, that's a, um, you know, at my job, we rent a couple of big machinery tools. And that's like one of the big things is not having, um, uh, like, yeah, not having any sort of contaminants Mm -hmm. moving from one place to another. So cleaning before and after, because you don't really know how it got cleaned. That's true. You know yeah. before, so mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. So, what has been the most surprising tool
0: um, that you've used? Before? The most surprising tool that gets used and abused up at our place is actually a sharpener for all of oh. our uh, like choppers and loppers and other things because we use them so much and we have wires. So if people aren't paying attention, they they get the they hit the wires and then you yeah. have a dull spot. So yeah, sharpeners are huge. And I would say alcohol swabs. (laughs) (laughs) So when people come to help us and they bring their own tools, we're like, that's great. You just need to wipe everything down with this alcohol swab in case you have a diseased plant at your house that you don't know about.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I think tool maintenance is super important. And so um, just the longevity and then also just like your work. Because like if you're fighting Mm -hmm. a tool that's not very sharp, like... um, yeah, con- you know, sharpening, cleaning down your tools, you know, oiling them. Yes. That kind of stuff is really important to spend
0: that time with. Tools so. for your tools. <laughs> yes, exactly. They're Do you ha- a tool. have something else that has been like a surprising tool for you using it?
1: Mm. Not really. I like you I will just say you put hat on there. I will say that I always need a hat and I yeah. have special hats that I
0: wear in yeah. some um, places, but that's like I don't know not really a tool. But I think I know that's why I didn't say it. I wrote it down and then I was like, it's not really a tool. So <laughs> um
1: okay. Uh on a last one, we've talked a lot about tools of the vineyard, which makes a lot of sense, but I just wanted to throw it out for our last bit of conversation about your favorite cellar
0: particular tool? Hmm. That's a really good question. I think I can break this into two or let's say three things. So my favorite tool for working on wine Mm -hmm. is it has to be a pump, a good pneumatic Mm -hmm. pump, um, it's more gentle than uh, like an impeller pump or a lobe pump. So I like using those. And my favorite tool for moving things around is a forklift. <laughs> yes, I you like, talked about that. <laughs> yeah, I like using a pallet jack as well, but forklift you can stack, pallet jacks you can't stack. Mm-hmm. And then also a forklift, you're not doing the work yourself. The machine is doing the work. Yeah. So I think that's important. Uh, You want to be as gentle on your body as possible if you plan on doing this long term. Yeah. And then the third thing is, I think, a good scrubber tool (laughs) for Mm -hmm. cleaning. Yeah. Uh, You can throw stuff like you can put soapy water in a dish in the sink but unless you scrub that dish, you lose just a little bit of elbow grease. It's really not going to get that clean. And that's yeah. the same same case in the winery and using different tools in the winery. Unless you actually do a little scrubbing, yeah. you, you're you not going to get as clean of stuff typically. Sometimes uh, the big, big places use um, different ke- cleaning chemicals and they don't need to scrub as much. But we're so small that we don't use those chemicals and mm-hmm. scrubbing is important.
1: Yeah. Did
0: you have a favorite tool while you were working with Vincent?
1: I mean, I don't know if it was my favorite, but it was fun to use and hard also. <laughs> but I really liked the punch down like, yeah. stick thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just fun. like And like, yeah, we would like put the boards across so yeah. that you could like walk. And then like, I don't know. It was just, to me, it was like a fascinating tool. It's so simple and whatever, like... I mean, obviously, if you have a pump over and that kind of scenario, that's a little different. But um, yeah, that was just a lot of fun to be like, oh, this is a giant flat thing. <laughs> I'm just pooch, pushing <laughs> <Right>. down. <laughs> so, um. Definitely. Anyhow. Okay.
0: Any last uh, things? Make sure to get tools for your tools. I think that's the takeaway.
1: Yeah. And maintaining, clean them
0: regularly. Mm-hmm, maintaining your tools will mean that they are working the best for you.
1: Efficiency. Okay. So with that, thanks again for joining us for another episode of Whole Cluster Conversation. Please write us in and let us know um, what you'd like to learn about. Um, we're hoping to put together a QA. and a So if you have any good questions, send those our way as well. And um, we look forward to chatting at you next time. Thanks again for joining us for another episode of Whole
0: Cluster Conversation. Music provided by Michael Johnson of Grand Falconer.
1: Audio production provided by our friend, Ukiah Bogle.
0: Make sure to subscribe to our podcast wherever you like to listen. Ciao.